Brina, fuck Mary Kill. Um, Marvel MCU edition. Because <laughs> we are our biggest Marvel fanboys out there. Oh, we are. We're really honing in our audience. Okay, fuck Mary Kill. Uh, Bucky Barnes. Um. Uh, immediately <laughs> forgot everyone. Steve Rogers. Uh, um, uh, uh, Adman. <laughs> Kill Steve. Okay. Fuck Bucky. Marry Adman. Okay. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Oh, that's the only answer, I think. Yeah, that I think that is the only answer. Okay, fuck Mary Kill. Um, Doctor Strange, <laughs> Iron Man. Oh God! And um, Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> this is tough. Now my instincts. Okay. I'd marry Tony Stark. Okay. Because For no, listen. Yes, loveless marriage. I spend all his all his cash. No prenup. Pretend that you're so in love with him, but you're not not actually. So there's no prenup, and then That's you fair. divorce, and you do what Jeff Bezos's wife did to his fortune. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna Jeff Bezos or whatever his wife is called. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna Jeff Bezos' wife, Tony Stark. Yeah. I think I that would do me good. And I think, you know what? I think if we were married, I'm not I feel like Tony Stark would have some women on the side. Yeah. And that's like we could have an arrangement here, right? Like I have some people on the side, he has some people on the side. Yeah. We make it work. We make it work. This is only a financial decision. And I can act I can play the part. I can play the part at the start. Yeah. Um Kill Doctor Strange. You know what honestly was like there was no hesitation. I would kill Doctor Strange. Yeah. Like even without fuck Mary Kill, I just kill him. Kill him. <laughs> Literally the worst character that I, I don't had. know why I And like, I don't know like many Marvel characters it is. The only touch point I have to him is his like five minute cameo in Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. And he do you know what the thing is? Yeah. He has that same Sherlock Holmes in Sherlock energy. Because, again, it is better to come batch. And it makes me want to murder him. <laughs> Um, he's like that entire like better like so does Tony Stark but Tony Stark's a little bit pathetic so yeah. like he makes up for it Doctor Strange thinks he's better than everyone and it shows um, I've for some reason seen the Doctor Strange movie and I don't know why I've seen the Doctor Strange movie I'm not I don't I'm know what so context happy. I saw the Doctor Strange I'm blessed, movie in blessed yeah. blissful it's not good um, I'd fuck um, uh, Scarlett Johansson yeah because I'd rather like that was it like would I want to marry Scarlett Johansson I'm more scared of um Scarlett Johansson and Iron Man. That's why I was yeah. like, I'll marry Tony Stark because I think Scarlett might kill me. And I feel like a li- like Black Widow. It was like a fun evening. Make a make a fun evening out of yeah, it. <laughs> exactly. You know, I think it'll be. I think it'll be worth it. It'll be a good story to tell. Yeah. You know. Um. But that's uh that's our Marvel segment. <laughs> <laughs> that's our mandatory Marvel segment that we have at mandatory. the start of every podcast. Exactly. Oh, 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 oh.
Welcome to Swamp It Up, the podcast where we rate every single movie ever made against our accepted Shrek cinematic universe, which is uh, at this point in time Shrek 1 and Shrek 2. Um, I'm Rina. <laughs> I'm Mari, and I'm very loudly slurping the tea into my mic, I just realized. <laughs> so that's going to be really ASMR. fun for me. <laughs> but yeah, we are your um, hosts, believe it or not. Uh, against all odds. Against our will, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're held hostage by this concept. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, We're held, held hostage to see every movie. Mm-hmm. How are you coming to the podcast? I uh well we did we're doing another recording. I feel better than the start of the first recording because yeah. since then I've had a cheese toasty, an apple, and a square of chocolate. And the caffeine is starting had... to kick in as well. The caffeine has kicked in. Um I've had two shots of espresso. I'm currently drinking some black tea. Mm-hmm. There was a moment where I was like, shall I finish my weekend wine? Like have a sneaky glass of wine during this podcast. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, that might break me. Yeah. Actually. It's one of those things where you're like, it'll either do you really well or really badly, and I think it'll be really bad. It so instead be, yeah, of going for yeah. more caffeine, which will kill me later in the day yeah. than a single glass of wine will. So, um, but I'm feeling a little bit better. Like I said, the dark night before the dark night, night of, of the, the soul, soul Shrek. Yeah. And now I think I'm like, you know, um, Shrek on the way to the castle. Don't know what's coming. Yeah. Just taking it as it is. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Maybe at the start of the journey where it's still easy. No, I think I'm already on the way to the tower where Fiona is. Oh, okay. So you have met Farquaad. Okay. I've met Farquaad. I've met Donkey. Yeah. Like, I'm on my way. Um, like, that's the song they play. I'm on my way by the proclaimers. <laughs> um, I think I um I had, during our little 10-minute break... Um, I watched 10 minutes of this YouTube video essay about University of Pennsylvania being an absolute bitch. And then I had, like, poor man's blini, which is just, like, white toast, uh, Russian sour cream, and fish roe on top of it. And I'm like, it's it's some sort of a a chaotic energy. Like, that kind of, like, um, I'm trying to grasp at something, you know, like having blinis. I'm like, who is this person? Like, I'm and I'm trying to mm-hmm. educate myself, but it's just ten minutes. Like, what, what, what am I doing with this time? Like, it's nothing. But th- mm-hmm. from for the outsider, it might look like something. So I think I'm the king. Mm-hmm. I'm holding up the veneer of like, I don't know what, mm-hmm. <laughs> something. I, it's just I'm presenting something. But I lack the depth inside, and that's what King is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, I also thought when you said poor man's blini, I thought you were going to say, like, a piece of toast with, like, just some random fish on it. <laughs> like, just some, like, canned tuna. It's like blini That's what I would call poor man's... Next time that I have, like, I've never had a tuna sandwich, to be fair. But, yeah. like, if I ever would, I would call it poor man's poor blini. Poor man's blini. <laughs> No, this was like this was like upper middle class blini, <laughs> or middle class blini. Middle class blini. Because I had the Russian sour cream and the fish roe, but I was too lazy to chop the red onion for for the toast, and I didn't butter the toast either. And it was a toast and not a blini, so you know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, a lot of um, there. um improvisation. I had which I'm an so apple. Good at. <laughs> 
I had an apple and I bit into it so hard that my gums started bleeding. Ugh. And I had blood on the apple. And that's my fun story up to today. The but like, I was just very shook by my own um, you, you, bleeding you, gums. You don't know your own power, your force. Well, this may also be a sign of times telling me to floss, <laughs> which is <laughs> Nature, like a valid criticism. Way to Sounds like... fake. Mm. Yeah. Hey, maybe your gums are bad because you don't floss your teeth ever, even though yeah. every time you go to the dentist, it's the only thing the dentist they, tells you to do. It's so hard to take the floss out of the cabin and do it. It's so hard. I also have, like, I have to use, like, the, the, the sticks instead of the actual floss because I have a retainer at the back of my teeth. Mm. And, like, it's less fun. You're just poking your gums with wood, Ew. which is awful. It's an awful thing to do. Um, there was a time, like, literally, I think during the summer where I was on a floss kick, like, oh I was God. just on one, and my gums were, like, beautiful. But who looks at your gums? No one's like, wow, Mari? <laughs> oh, yeah, the girl with the gorgeous gums. Like, if I even try to smile and show my gums, I can't do it. I, like, you can't Yeah, see, see I gums. do have a gummy smile, to be fair. Like, you can't, like, I do, if I smile widely, you see them. My gum is too, my gums medium. are very short. Yeah, my gums are. My lip is just very. My lip is very loose in more ways than one. <laughs> loose lip. <laughs> I, I chat woman. a lot of shit. <laughs> I'm a loose lip woman. Loose That's, lips you know. sunk ships. <laughs> what else is you there? You know what they. You know what they say about me, loose lip Mari. <laughs> loose lip Mari. LLM. LLM. Uh, anyway, uh, what? How else do we podcast? We should um, probably say oh. the movie we did. Well, let's first say that we also forgot to rate last week's movie, which was Shanghai Noon. Mm-hmm. We, ha- we did the work, but we just didn't say the grade. We didn't say the grade. And the grade was 54, which is the same as The Craft. So, you know, The Craft is fun. Shanghai Noon is fun. Yeah. Go watch it. Or not. Do whatever you want. We're not your fucking I, mother. I have, to, I have to say a disclaimer. I feel like my stomach is making noises and my microphone might pick it up. And I just, I just need the audience to know that I know. Okay. <laughs> I know. There was, I went to a dinner party last night and there was a moment where all the girls were sat on the same couch just talking about all their stomach issues. <laughs> like, <laughs> and all the guys were at the other side of the room talking about like, plants, gorgeous, I think. Gorgeous, gorgeous but girls like, have stomach literally, issues. Literally, we were just like hot girls with stomach issues. <laughs> and they were planning to get matching shirts with that. Uh, it was a, but it was a really beautiful moment. Like the, like the female, the female, you know, urge the feminine urge. The feminine urge. The feminine urge to talk about your stomach issues with a group of girls at a party. Yeah. It was very beautiful. Um so he th- said, so what can I say? We're hot girls. We got stomach yeah. problems. Deal with it. Deal with it. It's not the poor man's bleeding. It's just because we're hot. <laughs> we're so um, <laughs> that our stomachs can't handle it. Yeah. Our stomachs catch fire. Um Heart, heart um, certainly does catch fire. <laughs> burns. So my, my heart burns a lot. <laughs> my stomach catches a lot of acid and then tries and release it through my mouth, which is also like like a really sad dragon. <laughs> <laughs> gorgeous, gorgeous girls. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls have stomach issues. Anyway, um... Uh, do you want to introduce the movie? This no. was your choice. <laughs> well, let's talk about being gorgeous, gorgeous girls. That's nicer. Let's talk about our stomach than talking more. about this fucking movie. Go- we should talk about our bowel movements next. You know, yeah. just really go like make the audience more comfortable with who we are as people. 
gorgeous, gorgeous finally, finally relatable content finally this is what we've been like inching towards we've been working our exactly. way to this point um no gorgeous gorgeous girls don't watch the dark knight gorgeous gorgeous girls think batman is a fucking dumbass <laughs> <laughs> Gorgeous, so. gorgeous girls. Um, don't watch The Dark Knight because gorgeous, gorgeous girls knows that The Dark Knight's not made for girls. Yeah. It's made for boys. Dark Knight. And we are not, we are not like gender binary conformists. No. But this movie but is. <laughs> this movie is for boys. We can't do this anything about it. It's actually just straight up misogynistic in the way that it just presents itself, yeah. not in its actions. Yeah. And how people try to gaslight you into thinking that it is a good movie. It's awful. Just because it's probably kind of dark and tealy. So we've decided to do it a little bit differently today on the podcast Mm -hmm. because we know how the world works. We know this isn't going to get a very high grade. So we thought that maybe we should do do everything. Do the Dark Knight. Let's do the Dark Knight. Um, (laughs) My stomach growled at the Dark Knight. (laughs) We are going to do a script doctor. Well, not a script doctor entirely, because I'm not going to read the fucking script, but I might actually pull it up for funsies. We are trying... Because there's some choice lines. We are trying we, to make um, Dark Knight into something that gorgeous, girl, gorgeous, gorgeous girls can watch. Yes. We are here to give a... To workshop the Dark Knight into a movie that is not the most tedious two and a half hours of your life. Mm-hmm. And maybe more suitable for the SCU, the Shrek Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Um, do you want to give a rundown of the plot? Well, there's... <coughs> I'm gonna do... Are you gonna do your Batman, Batman I voice? I wanna do... Like, how bad is the Batman voice? I feel like... Oh my god, it sounds like garbage. ...to have him talk in that voice is, like, the dumbest person alive. And also, there were so many scenes where he keeps that voice up, even when he's talking to, like, people he knows. Mm-hmm. And I was just like... What is this? Why do you do this? This is so bad for a vocal cord. Anyway. So. <laughs> anyway, let me do it. I can't, I can't. <laughs> I can't go low. <clears throat> I need, I... <laughs> you really cannot go low. I can't go, I can't go low can go and gravel. I can't go low. Let's, let's... Uh, I, I'm the butt. I need my stomach. Right <laughs> I've been watching. Sometimes you My TikTok name's suggests... not Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm the Batman. <laughs> Sometimes TikTok. Sorry, shall I opened up the um I opened up the actual script. I'm gonna see if I can find a line and try and do an impression. Yeah, okay, okay. Tell your story. I don't know. I was just like, I sometimes TikTok. Like, I'm not a singer. I do nothing with music. Absolutely, the farthest thing away from me that I could ever be. TikTok still recommends me like voice coach videos sometimes. <laughs> so I'm trying oh, to wow. apply. Maybe they've been like preparing me for this moment. I'm trying to. Get low. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna rely, Rena. You're doing a really bad. Like your low is my normal. I'm very high pitch. I think I'm extremely low. I know that too. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could do Donald Duck voice, <laughs> so I could do Batman, but like Donald Duck it, you know. Out of fucking context. Sorry, I found the part of the script. Do you want to do a little, uh, do you want to do a dramatic reading? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to give um, a fucking plot rundown of the Dark Knight. It, it doesn't have, it's, it's, it's a sequence of events with boring characters and like 
boring like, the joker is there they do saw but in the in a big city like yeah. that's what they do it's just saw but like in a big city with a bunch of people and the joker is jigsaw sure. but worse <laughs> heat ledger does an amazing role but he's, he's just he's, great he, he's, he's in a, great he's in the fucking most dull movie ever like if he wasn't yeah. in this movie i would have liked i would have not watched okay. this movie like i, I want you to go it. to page 86 okay hold on. and like i just sent you um, and I want you to be Heath Ledger and me to be um, I'm going to be the Batman you're going to be the Joker because I can't I just, that's my only <laughs> that's my only like that's the only thing I can't do is do Batman with 86 86 um, you have that moment where wham the Joker's face hits the table comes up for air hold on hold on hold on <clears throat> is it the no Wham! Joker's Yeah, wham, you go wham. Like, we're, we're doing the Joker Batman. Like, why you are the way you are and I am the way I am. Like, that okay. scene. Okay. Should so I, here's should I do the dramatic stage... reading. Who's doing stage directions? Um, should I do it? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> wham. The Joker's face hits the table. Comes up for air. Crack, crack to the head. Batman is in front of him. The Joker stares. Fascinated. Bleeding. Never stop. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll fucking do it. Yeah, okay, okay. Okay, let's do it. I'm not going to the first part again. You get the gist. Now it's no, the Joker's yeah. turn. Never start with the hit. Victim gets fuzzy. Can't feel the next crack. Batman's fist <laughs> smacks down on the Joker's fingers. See? You wanted me. Here I am. <laughs> I wanted to see what you'd do. And you didn't disappoint. <laughs> you let five people die. Then you let dead take your place. Uh, even to a guy like me, that's cold. Where's Dent? <laughs> Those mob fools want you gone so they can get back to the way things were. But I know the truth. There's no going back. You've changed things forever. Then why do you want to kill me? <laughs> the Joker starts laughing. After a moment, he's laughing so hard it sounds like sobbing. <laughs> I won't do it. You've got the direction. <laughs> Kill you? I don't want to kill you. What would I do without you? Go back to ripping off mob dealers? No, you. Points. You. Complete. Me. <laughs> You're garbage who kills for money. <laughs> <laughs> this is so fucking dumb. I know. I feel like we're just garbage who kills for money and i was just like this is not good <laughs> like we're us doing this is our public like you know public service to show that this is truly shitty 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 dialogue it's not good dialogue also half of batman's lines for the next few pages are where's dent where's dent where's dent <clears throat> good lord it's a good thing I have a sore throat that I managed to do that seamlessly and perfectly, and I could essentially replace 
I was yeah. gonna say Ben Affleck. It's not Ben Affleck. Um, Christian Bale. And I was you could, I could not you could not ben tell Affleck. where the Heath Ledger ended. I I think <laughs> that was method. Yeah, literally every. You know how many times Batman says "Where are they?" in the next like three pages, and the entire time times. the Joker's just being like, "Oh, I'm the Joker. You can't kill me." I'm so, so I said smart. This- I create saw traps around the city, even though I just seem to thrive purely on chaos. But I like making meticulous plans and having whole bunch of people <laughs> in on the said plans, so they need to be well executed, so there's no room for error. But I like chaos. <laughs> I I'm want impulsive. to share share the hot take that I already shared with Rena uh, and guest of the friend of the podcast Alex today, mm-hmm. um, where we've seen the Joker. Yeah. Unfortunately, we've seen the Joker. We did not like the Joker. The Joker actually doesn't need a backstory when you see the Dark Knight, because the Joker in the back dark, in the Dark Knight mm-hmm. is like, what are you gonna do? Kill me? You're not gonna kill me. That's your one rule. So I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Now, as someone who doesn't like authority very much, doesn't like cops, and um, loves a little bit of, you know, pushing back. We like being gay and doing crimes. We like, we are be gay, do crimes. I'm not condoning any of the saw traps that the Joker put. (laughs) We'd like to tell you that we do not think Joker killing people's cool. No. But, but if some fucking dude in a stupid costume is like, I'm going to be a cop, but I'm not going to kill anyone because that's my one rule. I will do everything to taunt him. Yeah. I will do. I won't kill. I won't kill myself. But what's he going to do? Kill me? Kill me. He's not yeah. going to kill me. Like, I get the Joker. Yeah. In that regard. And it's a better, it's a better, um, and I say this, still not liking The Dark Knight. It's still a better motivation than the Joker, the movie, the Joker, where it's like, oh, I'm sad and things suck. And it's like, yeah, fine. But honestly, just this dude who's like, I'm not going to kill anyone and let like all these criminals who are taking people hostage just like run wild. Even though my one thing is that I want to be a vigilante of justice. Yeah. I will do anything to set him off. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll like, be like, how far will you go? Because you're not going to kill me. Whatever I do, I know you're not going to kill me. Yeah, that's, so- that's your one rule. That's your one rule. It's a stupid rule, by the way. Yeah. A really stupid rule, especially in this movie. It's like... It's also the point of this movie, but like still. Batman as, as a whole is a fucking... Da- like, I just don't like... Like, Bruce Banner... No, not... not so- <laughs> Bruce Banner? Bruce Wayne? Bruce Wayne. Bruce Banner has, Bruce Banner is, has is never great. done anything wrong in his entire life. Exactly. Bruce <laughs> Bruce Banner is, is a saint. Um, Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne, I do not give a shit. Batman, give a shit less it's just like Mm -hmm. i there's nothing compelling in it um and it's there's i i just i don't this movie is like the worst thing i've seen in a while i remember loving this movie when i was like 14 but i had a poster of the dark knight way i've done i had a poster of the dark knight and the dark knight rises in my teenage bedroom which just goes to show who i was at the age of 15 but it's so nice to see character growth you know We've come a long way. This is true. Um, <clears throat> I was also like, I have a like, I have a fondness of like Batman media because I was obsessed with all the Robins, like the, mm-hmm. the his kids essentially. When I like <laughs> Bruce Wayne, if done right, is the original single dad. Yeah, Not the original, yeah. but like a really good like single dad arc, father figure. If you if you bring in the Robins, but like obviously that's not in this movie. He's just a fucking guy with a bunch of money 
who's like, I have money, so I'm the boss of the city. And they have Robin in the next one, but I feel like that was the most most pointless bullshit in the entire world. I don't again. even remember that. Joseph Gordon Levitt. The Dark Knight Rises? Yeah. Joseph Gordon Levitt is um, Robin. See, I thought for some reason. And I don't know why. I have a bad memory when it comes to movies as is, but I thought that Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in this movie. No, no, no. He's in Dark Knight. And then Knight. I was wrong. Well, there you go. But in any in any case, um, like, I have a soft spot for Batman media. Yeah. I just, like, I, <laughs> I'll defend parts of it. Just not this. Just the, like... We were actually talking about this yesterday. That was why brought why we started talking about Marvel being mm-hmm. boring as well. Whereas the kind of like Batman needs to be camp because the otherwise it doesn't work. Because because that's the, the that's the entire like the um suspension of disbelief relies on bigger things and campier things. And when it's taking us like gritty realism. It just be- you can't do it. You can't look at Batman. You can't hear Batman talk and be mm-hmm. like, "Sure, yeah, <laughs> I'm on board." Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like that's the thing. The entire point of the Dark Knight is like, there's like there's a lot you have to be be cool with. Yeah. And one of those things is taking Batman seriously, and you've lost me at that point. Yeah, you can't. Like do if it. you're like this this dude, he like Bruce Wayne is a little bit pathetic. Like he is, but like not even own a little bit. It. Not even a he's little bit. He's very pathetic. He's a pathetic man. But you have to accept and own and use that instead of this, where we assume from the start that Bruce Wayne is a cool millionaire, billionaire <gasps> boy. No. And that's the other thing: a superhero whose entire thing is like, "I'm really rich, so I can do all this," is doesn't work for me anymore. Doesn't work. For I don't anyone. care. I yeah. I'm like if, I'm like, well, give all your money away and move to the countryside and. Bye-bye. That would help more than you dressing up as a fucking animal and flying around pretending this, that you're going to do something and not doing anything. Like, because so much of, like, I, I love how these, like, movies are also, like, painting, like, oh, Gotham is, like, the darkest place and it's full of criminals mm-hmm. and it needs Batman. It doesn't need Batman. It needs Batman's money. And yeah. then all the, like, then they can build the, the social structure. The crime wouldn't be there. Yeah. The crime wouldn't be there if you weren't hoarding the wealth. And I know yeah. the Dark Knight, the Joker, is an exception to this. But, like, crime is a construct created because, you know, there is a lot of poverty and people have no choice. Yeah. And you know how to fight poverty? Equal share of the assets. (laughs) Yes. Give away your money. Give it away. Give it away. Just stop being a billionaire. It's more helpful than being the Batman. The Batman is a stupid concept. Then he gives... This movie makes me so angry. He has, like, a fundraiser for, like, a fucking Harvey Dent who's, like, the... Cop and politician meld it together. I'm like, no, you should not take take your money away from him as far as you can. Exactly. Like that's the other thing. The other suspense and disbelief is that we care about Harvey Dent from the start at all. Now, to be fair, I'd seen the movie before. I already know what happens to Harvey Dent. But like, um, there is this whole thing of like we're constantly folk like using every single person we have available in the entirety of the city just to get Harvey Dent back alive. And I'm at that point like not invested. Like I, I don't do care if the man not lives or dies. Care. I do not care. This movie again. This movie. We are not the target audience. No, because it's, it's a movie for boys. It is a movie. It's a movie for boys. But how? It's a movie we... for for sorry. It's a movie for alpha males. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Us beta cocks. We can't get behind. 
Batman. We're not cool enough to get it. Um, mm-hmm. But how would we make it something a, a, like all the gorgeous, gorgeous girls of the world could find like any modicum of First enjoyment thing, in it? We give Batman a stomach issue. Yes. <laughs> that that creates... That would like... We want to set the reality... We want to set the reality that Batman at all times, his tummy hurts a little bit. And they're like, you know, he's in a tight costume. What if he needs to go take a shit? What if he yeah. has like IBS? <laughs> this stresses me out so much. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So we want to give him a little bit more of a personal stake because he doesn't really have personal stakes except for Rachel. Yeah. Like his personal stakes are external. I want an internal personal stake. Mm-hmm. And it's the constant fear of shitting his own bad costume. Yeah. And he needs to plan his diet around it. And it's like, exactly. you know, he has exactly. all the money in the world, but suddenly he can't enjoy all the food in the world. He needs Some to... of us have to, like, yeah. cut out some things, and it's really sad, and Batman should too. Yeah. <laughs> he shouldn't be living in excess. Yeah, exactly. Um, Get, make him relatable in yeah. some way. If you're going to make him a billionaire, make him a relatable billionaire with, um, with stomach problems. So, like, his wealth is not, like, can't help him, him at everything, you know? Exactly, it's, it's, exactly. It's sometimes a burden because he knows he could like enjoy the lavish lifestyle when it comes to food, but his stomach will never let him. Exactly. Like, there's just some shit. He can't just have a bear. Yeah. Just can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. Um, so that's a start. Mm-hmm. Secondly, um, I would like to ha- introduce um, like a few more women talking. <laughs> just. <laughs> that would be a fucking choice. It would be really cool if some women talked. Yeah. Just, you know. And, and they weren't, um, like, only talking about with their boyfriend or their ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And have all exactly. their, like, things, like, revolve around them. Like, even their career yeah. is tied to one of the two. Exactly. Exactly. Like, a, a woman whose life does not revolve around um, her relationship to other men. Or just a woman who's like, like she, it could, that could be the case actually. She, like her life can be important in relation to the men in her life, right? Mm-hmm. I just love her to talk about something else. I would yeah. love if Rachel was like, hey, like invite invites Bruce out to get like um, ice cream, but then Bruce can't like, take ice cream because <laughs> <laughs> he's all lactose intolerant. And they have a whole conversation, and Rachel's like, oh, you have stomach issues too, and they talk about yeah, nah. You know, give her some depth. Because Rachel, could, again, the same case as last week with Shanghai Noon. This is not a good week for women. This is not um, a good week for women at all. Um, this is and like this is anti-woman week. Uh, because Rachel could be replaced with literally... A cardboard a, cutout. A cardboard cutout. Just like a, a rock. Yeah. You know, a pebble. Nothing would matter. Um, In the like relationship thing, I'm like... One thing that could make this movie better... Is like if we cared for any of the relationships, like we felt oh. like they have meaningful connections. Batman and Rachel, I don't give a shit. Harvey no. Dent and Rachel, I don't give a shit. It's like I don't believe them. I don't at believe at any them. point. <laughs> they don't seem like they like each other. This is I said this when I was in the middle of watching this. I, you know, we all talk about like movies have too many se- se- too many sex scenes or something. Mm-hmm. I know that that's an opinion. I don't actually always share that opinion, but um, in this case, I have to say this is. A sexless movie and it shows. It is. It's boring. It feels it's like an unromantic. incel movie. <laughs> it feels like an incel movie. Yeah. And it's like there's nothing. There is nothing in this movie. Go give us that... nothing, girl. But you're not. Every... A, you're not a gorgeous, gorgeous girl yet. So. Not yet. 
Every woman, every, sorry, not every woman, every character lives on its own island and every time it tries to connect to a different island, it's so stilted and it's so, like, it's no, there's no joy, there's no love. The only time that I felt mm. kind of like there was some joy, and not joy, sorry, that there was a connection was when Commissioner Gordon was about to be fucking killed by Harvey Dent and his son gets taken. Yeah. And like then threatened like that was the only moment I believed that like he had familial connections yeah. with other people. Um for me one point is also um who's the fucking butler? Michael Kane. Alfred. Alfred. I feel like Alfred is way too invested in Bruce's welfare. I'm like oh he needs God. to retire and live his life. But I'm like sometimes I'm like, he cares. Alfred cares. Bruce Wayne doesn't give a shit about Alfred, but Alfred no. Alf- Alfred cares for Bruce. Even mm-hmm. though he shouldn't. Yeah. Um, um, you should never care about your employer that much. <laughs> never. Alfred deserves like a really good friend. Or, oh my god, he like, does. A partner. Like someone who's not Bruce Wayne. Because it's a yeah. very bad relationship as well. Like imagine being that close to your boss. Oh, That's unhealthy. That is not good. Mm-hmm. What was I going to say? I had a point before I opened my mouth, mouth about Alfred, but I should have said it then and saved Alfred for later. I don't know. Something about the movie being better if... Come on. <laughs> I'm trying to trick my brain into doing its bidding. I can't remember it. Do you want to talk about the Joker? Mm, yeah. <laughs> No, sorry. I want to talk about the people in relation to the Joker. Okay. Everyone in Gotham is dumb as balls. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Idi- this is essentially an idiot plot again. Where like, it's plot so only works because people are idiots around the plot. Every time the Joker gives them a hint for what he's about to do, they take it over and they're like, yeah, this guy seems trustworthy. He probably gave the right address to where he mm-hmm. kidnapped Harvey Dent and Rachel too. He probably means it when he says that you shouldn't be taking the tunnels um, out of Gotham. You should take a boat instead. Like, this guy seems like the guy we should listen to. Yeah. Like, half the shit that happens is because of their own stupid fault. Yeah. Like, why are you listening to the Joker? Why are you assuming the Joker is going to tell you anything truthful? He has said he's been nothing but deceitful from the start. That's his entire thing. Yeah. He has no reason to help you in anything. Second thing. No, he, why? he has said that he thrives on chaos thrives in chaos yeah yes so don't listen to him secondly if you're gonna lock up a supervillain, why make it a, like why put a human person to stop him from getting out like the only thing between him getting out of the interrogation room was a guy that he easily talked to that also by the way instantly started talking to him which was all stupid of it, him it, like why why not there lock should have him been up? three people and then they could keep each other in check at least the most dangerous guy that we've had in gotham ever and you're just like we'll put him in a like a meeting room with some rando like you know who clearly has like anger control issues so he Mm -hmm. like you're sure he this time he'll be able to keep it in check for sure Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like you you're you deserve what you got (laughs) at that point i mean yeah they play into his hands repeatedly Mm-hmm. Um, now I remember the point I had, which is a different thing a little bit, but also ties it like to the, because 
there's this thing like how like I hate to bring Game of Thrones into this like it's something I <laughs> wow. do all the time. Excited for this. Um, but there's there's a thing about Game of Thrones why like the earlier seasons work because the storytelling is not centered on characters. It's centered on like the it's there's a name for it. It's like the politics, the sociology, the like reactions and like it's it's not individual yeah. storytelling. It's more like it's like the grander Yeah. Plot. So when you have like a main character dying, sure it's shocking, but it can be done because that's not the point of the story. The story doesn't yeah. follow one person. It's about this like thing. And I feel like that's the way they approached this movie. Because mm-hmm. all the characters are so nothing. Because there's nothing yeah. tying them to anything. That's what they should have done if they wanted to go this route. But, but then they tried yeah. to make it into like a story about an individual and choices and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it doesn't ma- it, it doesn't resonate at all. Because everything mm-hmm. is so disconnected that we don't believe exactly. these to be real people. So why not focus more on the like crime and the politics of it and make it into more like a Gotham... A- Gotham is the main character, you know. Gotham is the fifth character. Yeah, it should have been, but uh, the they Dark didn't Knight. do it, it that been. way. Yeah, because the thing is, the, the movie is about the Joker and Batman. Mm-hmm. So it is a personal story, but then make it a personal story. Yeah. Like, make the, like I know that the movie is about the entire idea of the Batman has one rule, and that's the reason that everything goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Which is a different point entirely. Yeah. Look. If you're going to do this, like, that's just a fault with the concept of Batman. And I'm glad this this movie actually does criticize it. Yeah. And that's a, the only point in its favor. Yeah. Is like, oh my god, just run the fucking dude over with your big Batmobile. Yeah. Like, just kill him. Just do it. But it is a character-led piece that doesn't have characters that lead it. The Joker is the closest thing we get, but he is a contradiction in every way, as yeah. you said. He's a meticulous planner. Who thrives off of chaos for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, though, like, his entire thing is, like, you know, he just wants to watch the world burn, essentially. And that does come across. <sighs> you know what the annoying thing is about every single Joker movie we've seen, which is two yeah. movies? That every time the actor is genuinely really, really good. Like, Heath Ledger is genuinely yeah, it's, so why good. Do they keep, do, why do they do this service to the world where they, like, pretend like there's something to this character where, by hiring actually good actors to do them mm-hmm. when they are mm-hmm. just, like, nothing? And, like, actually mm-hmm. seeing the Joker in the Joker, <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like it's not, this, it's not Joker. That could have been any. That's the thing. It's like cause this feels like the Joker this is, to me. Th- like because the Joker is like he seems like he's been alone and he's purely on chaos. And that's like sometimes people just are that you know. There's like you yeah. know that's how he operates. That's how he drives himself in the world. He and it doesn't works feel like a person. As a criminal, right? Yeah, he doesn't feel like he has a tragic backstory that and set him off. You know what? It also works better this way because you have Bruce Wayne as a billionaire who can do anything. With a, if the Joker with a comes tragic from a, backstory. Hmm? With a tragic backstory as well. Yeah, his parents got... Yeah, you know? <laughs> That's the thing. His parents got killed the night after the opera. I literally know that story more from Mildish and Schwartz than I know the actual story. <laughs> um, <laughs> the pearls. Yeah. The pearls! <laughs> I am the ghost from that night. <laughs> Um, so, but, like, it's, like, if you assume the Joker had, like, a, like, again, a slight point in the Dark Knight's favor, favor, this Joker makes more sense in the way that if Mm -hmm. you have a Joker with a tragic backstory that he comes from a 
a you know a poor background, uh, had a really tough upbringing, and that's why he's evil. Having him being beat up by a billionaire is so fucking shitty. Yeah, like just shitty. Being like, oh, you're poor and couldn't afford proper health care or resources. Gonna yeah, beat you up now because I got everything. Batman as the villain. <laughs> exactly. Um, and here it works a little bit better because it's like the Joker as a concept is quite camp, and here he it's just straight up evil. And like there is, there is the shift that we've had now to like the tragic backstories with you know the Joker and Cruella, where like sometimes it works, but oftentimes it's not even that necessary. No, like it works for like Loki, but it yeah, doesn't sometimes, really work for Cruella. Yeah, that, well, sometimes it serves the like bigger story that's being told, and that usually mm-hmm. like like requires that the characters that we're invested in have relationships and then the tragedy can play that way but like example Cruella not that Mm -hmm. I've seen the movie and then Joker it's like because there's nothing connected to them the tragic backstory kind of like it never gets the chance to come up and we know what kind of characters they are like after the backstory and Mm -hmm. it's so like unnecessary because we have been able to believe that that's how they operate without the tragedy they're just they're just bad people they just just have horrible morals this is what they do so and they have easy goals that don't really need the justification of a tragic backstory the joker wants to just be the worst guy alive. Yeah. Cruella just wants a big coat made of dogs because she's vain and loves fashion. Like, what more do you need? Yeah. Like, if you it's going to be it... easy. You can just be greedy. Yeah. Because if you bring, like, a dra- like somehow the backstory kind of, like, models it even. It kind of makes it, it less flavorful. It's kind of like, yeah, well, duh, 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 duh. And I'm like, let me just hate this guy for being evil. It's easier for just media framing as well in a lot of mm-hmm. cases. And, you know, I understand that we all have to be sensitive to how people, why people are the way they are, but sometimes people just suck. And also, this is like media product. This is a yeah. comic. This is a com- First of all, this is a comic book movie a comic story. Book. <laughs> and then the other one is a fucking Disney animation. <laughs> you know, those operate on different levels. And Chris, mm-hmm. Chris, our boy Chris trying to make it into something it's not just fucking ruins what fun could be had in that space that's the thing batman is so like shanghai noon was so enjoyable to watch even it wasn't the masterpiece of a movie it was still like fun to watch and it was like it didn't feel like you were poke like putting an ice pick into your ear every five minutes (laughs) but then you watch dark knight and there's like like i'm like i i now i get the marvel model a little you yeah, need to me put too. the shitty jokes in else? there sometimes to like give something to the drone of everything. But Batman is so just it's if you want to make it into a tragic sad movie, make it into like go full heart, like fucking do it, like. Mm-hmm. But make it emotional then. And the other thing is yeah. like Marvel is also quite like sterile in a way, right? Like there's it's very still like sterile. the Nolan the Nolan kind of bleeds in onwards and like the way it's influenced superhero movies in my opinion is for the worst. Oh, because oh, like uh-huh. absolutely. Cuz you have the gritty grittiness and we want to keep going with the grittiness, but we want to keep like comics are often quite light. Not sorry, they're not light, but they're more um comics I've read have always been more human in a way mm-hmm. where there is the jokiness like the natural jokiness of talking to people yeah. the natural jokiness of interactions and to be fair batman comics are fucking gritty but like, you still have like a certain moments of lightness and the dark knight has no lightness at all 
And I yeah. the just entire really trilogy is just like dark. Exactly, and every the only thing Christopher Nolan has done from this point onwards has sterilized like superhero movies, and I think what we need is the high camp that Shanghai Noon to an extent actually has, like this this feeling of just like yeah, let's make let let's. Let's embrace what we are. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing here... Dark Knight takes itself too seriously. Marvel takes itself too seriously. You're not embracing you for what you are, which is a bunch of people in tights fighting a bunch of people with face paint. I... Yeah, because I have to say, as someone who said, like, I unsubscribed from superhero movies, I did watch the James Gunn Suicide Squad movie. Mm. And that is what it is. It's a fun mm. movie. It, one of the villains is a guy who can shoot polka dots at people. I'm like, it's silly. The The big villain is a fucking massive starfish. Like, that mm-hmm. movie is just like, yeah, you can watch us or you can ignore us if you want to. This is a funny movie we made. It's just a movie from 2020. We know what we are. We're not trying to make anything out of this. And it man- yeah. still manages to say so much more than Dark Knight ever could. And the Marvel movies that do work in my eyes, like Thor Ragnarok, like mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy comes to mind, they embrace what they are. Yeah, they are. Which is silly. They, yeah, but they they're still not there. They're, they, could, they could still do more. Yeah, well, yeah. actually, Thor Ragnarok does a lot. Yeah, Thor Ragnarok <laughs> should actually just like quit. The only way to make Thor Ragnarok better is to take the Marvel elements away from it like the mm-hmm. what you expect from like some action scenes and stuff where i'm like yeah yeah, yeah da, 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 da. just make it into a comedy mm-hmm. exactly and i feel like there's almost a need for absurdism at this point mm-hmm. like it kind of and i know that might just be a counter reaction to what we're currently getting but that would be the only thing that would come back into any superhero movie as is like just this idea that we can finally just embrace it for what it is instead of what it's trying to be yeah because what it's trying to be is kind of hollow like the dark knight is hollow there's nothing there. There's no heart. Like, I don't care what happens. I, I don't care if Rachel lives or dies. It's it's just, yeah, nothing is sold to the audience. No. I, that's why, you know, it sh- I shouldn't be, like, the the most relatable character in this thing was the Joker. Joker, exactly. Because he, like, there's something about him, like, At yeah, least sure. he had a fucking standpoint. Yeah. You know? At least he was, like, well... I know what I'm about. No one else knew what they were about. No, no. And it's like, there were so many, like, dumb conversations about, like, talking about politics. But because it's Batman movie, that's not people come in there for. And because they decided to tell and sell the story as, like, Batman versus Joker. It's, like, so far removed. It's, like, it's, you know what? It's, like, they should have done what, like, Godzilla versus King Kong did. Mm -hmm. But they didn't. And even no, then, Godzilla versus, versus Kong still has too many pointless human beats, but at least they're mm-hmm. trying to dress it up as anything. Like, they know it's secondary. They know people don't exactly. care for it, so they don't give it the gravitas, but it's just like a set mm-hmm. piece for basically the giants to fight in. And that's what Batman versus Joker should be. Just give the audience what it wants, and don't try to sell it as this, like, some grand inspection into the like sociological setting of gotham exactly <laughs> the ham of the, goth. the ham of the goths you know um and that's 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 the other thing right like 
it's it's also so focused on ooh look how weird the Joker is yeah and you could have gotten that whole thing out in like a few scenes yeah. like two scenes max and we could have gone on well, we do go on to the repercussions of that but like this again like just choose what you are if you're gonna do a psychological deep dive do both like because Bruce had like a quote unquote psychological deep dive in which but like yeah. all it is is more reactions to things that happened yeah as opposed to yeah. anything that comes from within. Like, nothing comes from within with him. It's never like, oh, well, I am the way I am because I saw my parents get murdered by a guy in a clown mask. There's the no moonlight conversation in this. There's no moonlight. And they try it after Rachel dies, but again, it's a, it's a reaction to Rachel dying. Yeah, it's not... And him being like, it's my fault, and it's like, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's not Shrek coming into face-to-face by having lived his life the way he has, and then he has some contact with other people, and then mm-hmm. he himself starts to inspect his role in this world and he starts to relate to people around him and like systems around him and like shrek manages to tell like a small type of like like sociological thing as well with like farquad and like how how, like the stuff is run and it's not the main point it's there for like mainly to be like haha there's some politics to this but like shrek has like Shrek had already come out during this time. Why didn't they take the lead from Shrek? Chris, Chris, did you watch Shrek? Did you learn anything? Um, So you know what I just realized? You can't do a psychological deep dive um, into Bruce Wayne and his place into the world. Because that would be analyzing... Yeah, that would be analyzing his class. And if you did that, the only moral solution would be him giving up the mantle of Batman and investing his funds into actually making Gotham better. And the fact, and that would be the logical conclusion to that. And you can't even inch towards that because the closer you get to that, then you lose the Batman. Closer you come, to, you lose Batman. Yeah. So the only thing you can do to make a fun movie is go all the way back and just make High Camp. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, that that's it. That's it. It's trying. Mm-hmm. It's like in this limbo state, and that's why nothing hits. Like absolutely mm-hmm. nothing hits because it's not mm-hmm. possible for hit to hit. It's not like, possible. Hit any of the points. The only thing you it can just analyze. Can't do it. Pure, yeah. Purely for the basis how the story operates. Yeah, exactly. The only thing you can do is analyze the fact that he doesn't kill people, which is a shallow thing in comparison to him having th- that much wealth and not actually doing anything to help anyone. Yeah. Because God, dressing up as a bat and flying around is not helping anyone. <laughs> anyway. I'm, um, I'm the bad bat. I think we've done a really good analysis of The Dark Knight. I'm shocked by how how much we had to say yeah there's a lot of frustration it took me two days to watch this movie yeah it, like this is also like i feel like we wanted to do this episode and the, like it's just because it's so like we've been so tied to that movie mm-hmm. in our youths and i haven't visited it since i have not me watched either. the movie since i used to love i had it on dvd like and i watched like all the extras and i remember that like kicked on my heat ledger face and i i should have mm-hmm. done night's tale for this week because if i want to see heat ledger that's the movie i should watch um but it like it feels like cathartic to put mm-hmm. the like talk about it <laughs> be mm-hmm. like yeah it's not good we've been it's... gaslit into thinking it's something it's not i feel like heat ledger did a disservice to this movie by being in it because it painted it as something it's not. Or, like, you know, he was wasted on the movie. He, like, he was wasted on the movie. He did a great yeah. job. He, like, I think he. It, it's still, like, the only enjoyable times we are in this movie is when he's on screen and he's a terrible person and he makes us, he 
elevates it to be like essentially we're like yeah we get joker's notice we don't get anyone else mm-hmm. but we get joker mm-hmm. but then it's in this movie <laughs> it's mm-hmm. in this fucking movie it's the same way how joking phoenix is in joker it's just like why are you doing it in this movie yeah exactly like and you know i think i was thinking this as well i wonder if we were because when we watched this we didn't have the same media literacy as now we did not oh no 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 we did not have degrees in media that serve us only the purpose of this podcast yeah (laughs) um and i wonder if we were 26 and 27 at that age um at the at the time that came out if we would have seen it differently than if we'd seen it at that age i i think i think i would have like gone to see it but i i think i would have like if not the exact same consensus um, like, cause there's also like for us, there's also like the fucking like superhero fatigue, who's like that's probably yeah. pink. That like, wouldn't a small have been a part. thing yet. Yeah, so it would have been. Because this was like, also the first of its kind. We would have first been like, oh, this is an interesting take on superhero genre, but I don't think that would have like elevated it into the status that I hold it mm-hmm. when I was fourteen. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um... good talk. Good talk. Uh, this was a this was a divergence from our usual uh, recording, but hopefully this has been an interesting discussion. If you have anything to add to it, please do so by sending us hate mail. Um, yeah, at swampitup@gmail.com or on Twitter and Instagram, which are both Swamp It Up. Mm-hmm. Easier to um, find. You don't have to type it by email. You can just DM us. Exactly. Go, tell us uh, to go to do hell. you want to know next week's movie? <sighs> yeah. It's not Night's Tale. It's not. I have never seen this movie. I don't know if you have. I just genuinely don't know if you've seen this movie. Hmm? I, but I think it's a long time coming. Oh, it's no. a very long time coming. Next week, we're watching Austin Powers' International Amount of Mystery. I fucking love Austin <laughs> Powers. I used, that was like, that was, we had like two Austin Powers DVDs and then Lord of the Rings and like old star wars and those were the dvds we had and i was like i love the bears from star wars and then i loved austin powers. i've never seen austin powers in my life oh but it's behave. about time we explore it's about time we explore mike myers's cinematic universe yeah i'm glad you didn't okay. pick the one that has the man who peels his skin and saves it into a gold tin box i'm glad you didn't pick that one you know what? I wouldn't have known. I could have lived not knowing that. Yeah. Uh, this is the first one that came out, right? Yeah, it is. So that's why I want to do that. Um, okay. So that'll be next week. And um, thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye, say bye. Bye.